0: Would you welcome Don Fento and the illustrious R.T. Kendall?
1: Hey, you need to have, you need to raise your bridget legs and show those socks off. You're just jealous. <laughs>
0: Mine doesn't work. But if we talk loud enough, they can hear it. want to
1: see your socks. Yeah, we want to see them. Did you get those at the Frisk Museum? That's right. That's where I got it. Because I have some. Not those, but I bought some the other day. (laughs) (laughs) They're Norman Rockwell socks. (laughs) Or maybe those are not, but anyway.
2: <laughs> well, you're
1: in jet lag. Don't tell me what you're going to say.
2: You're right about that. Uh, Louise and I, Louise is with me, we got back uh, from London Monday night. You probably thought that the fireworks were for the Fourth of July. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm like the donkey on Palm Sunday. He thought the fuss was all about him. (laughs) So, so as we are coming into BNA, I said to Louise, Look what they're doing, isn't it? Now, they shouldn't have done that for us. God works everywhere. Nothing works. One, two, one, two. (laughs) Maybe if I use both of them. You only need one, I need two. Let me see. Oh, yes. You see. You make me feel young. Good. Come yeah. on, keep going. Well I'll be eighty one next month, but I know you're older than I am. Five years older than you are. Yeah. James, Come on. you're sixty-five, is that right? Sixty four. I mean, we're getting him old. <laughs> All those forwards I've written for you, has it done any good? <laughs> <Come on up. laughs> Just for that, don't ask me any more.
0: <laughs> Both of you. Both well,
2: you endorse it.
0: Wait. Come on. Purple. <laughs> I still want lunch with you, okay? All you have to do is ask. Ask. ask you them. have
2: not because you ask not. I ask. Your you. problem is you don't want to come to Hendersonville.
0: I will. <laughs> okay. All
2: right. Well this has just been so exciting today. Thank you for letting me come. I think that's about it. Is this the best we're gonna do, Don? Well, maybe, maybe as it goes along, we'll it'll get, get better.
1: better. <laughs> yeah. Tell
2: us about your trip to London. Okay. Um, Did you pull that? Feel that pulpit again? Oh, that one? Westminster Chapel. Uh-huh. I, would, I preached there last week, but uh, no. Uh, I go back to Kensington Temple. Uh, do you know what about it? Kensington? Uh, yeah. It's part of uh, the British equivalent of Four Square Gospel. Yeah. Colin Dye, uh, the whole time I was at Westminster Chapel, uh, why don't you give me your mic? It worked. Is this working? Okay, all right. The whole time I was at Westminster Chapel, Colin Dye and I were friends. And so he's invited me every year since we retired 14 years ago. Then three years ago, he said, will not you and Louise come over and we'll get, rent you an apartment and live in London for six months? And we did it for one year, then second. We just finished, and they've invited us back next year to do it again. So we've been there for six months, and uh, God has given me favor. I'm better known in London than I am in Nashville. Uh, well, of course you are. I want you to help that. I'm I, wanting you to make me rich and famous. James promised, but he failed. Don't even... <laughs> well, you? are far
1: better known all over the world. Hey, I, I think we just better talk. <laughs> but you're far better known all over the world anyway. I mean, you're you're a scholar. I'm a. i am mean, you know, I I learned I've learned from you before I ever knew you. I read some of your stuff before I ever knew who you were. Almost. See, you didn't do that of mine.
2: <laughs> and in fact, I probably hadn't written anything. <laughs> I've got two books out uh, since I was here last. It Ain't Over Till It's Over. I know, I saw that. And uh, Pigeon Religion, just out a couple weeks ago. Uh, and then my book Midnight Cry comes out the 1st of November. I'll uh, try to get you to write something, but and I'm being very serious now. This is when your wife died, yeah. and you didn't. You couldn't do it. Yeah, I would have loved to have had uh, uh, your endorsement. No, yeah, I would like to. But I've uh, been given others, and my view is: you remember when I was here last? The next thing to happen on God's calendar, if I've got it right, James, tell me if I've got it wrong, is not the second coming but the awakening of the church just before. No, I, I totally And I totally agree. the awakening of the church, uh, the five, five wise, five foolish virgins, I based no, it on Matthew 25, yep. the cry came before the second coming, yep. church was awakened, it resulted in revival that will go right around the world, millions of Muslims converted, and the blindness Absolutely. the blindness Absolutely. on Israel lifted. Absolutely. Absolutely. Before Absolutely. the second coming. I agree I agree with you. That, yep. And uh, that's... Uh, comes yeah.
1: out. And it comes well, see, the whole thesis of the prepare book that I brought out is that it's based around those seven words in the parable of wheat and weeds, let both grow together till the harvest. Yeah. I think we're headed toward the most wicked and the most righteous I generation agree. in history at the Completely same time. Completely agree. And I yeah. think it's at hand. Yeah, I do I think too. it's at hand. And so that's why it doesn't, it, in my heart of hearts, it does not bother me to see wickedness rising because I know it's predicted, and I know that righteousness is going to, be. in fact, I, part of what I, I mean, I, Charisma Magazine has a thing in here about the China revival that's now in the three-step, I mean, it's in the government churches, and there, there's one church that's having 500 baptisms a week. It's written in Charisma Magazine this week, and there was another place, and, and this is three-step church, the government churches, not the underground churches, and there was another place where people lined up for a hundred meter to get in. So there's all that. And then the other thing that that I read just this morning, and I sent Shelby Gilmore, who's you know, uh, to see if she had heard about it. A California church that's released, that's recently released, 4,500 children sex slaves out of Pakistan, and two Muslim clerics came to the Lord. And one of them, I mean, they, he had a, one of them had a vision of Yeshua, of Jesus. And later he asked for 1,000 Bibles in the language of Urdu. So there's just enormous. But see, we've got to get where we see the good news that's going on in the world. And don't pay attention. I mean, pay attention, but don't get so caught up with the bad news that the media that the television tells us all the time. I'm not going to live in that stuff. I don't even turn the stuff on most of the time. I don't want to see it. I mean, I want to know enough to know what's going on, but when I say bad news happen, I know good news is happening somewhere. Yeah. I'm going to go in for it.
2: That's good,
1: huh? That's the way we've got to live. <laughs> that's all right, I just got a button pushed. <laughs> but I, I love the, I mean, your, your book on Joseph years ago, yeah, right. your book on forgiveness. There are many, I mean, you, I mean, this, that thing that you mentioned the last time you were here, that, I guess, it was an article, anyway, about the Word of God, I mean, those, word things, and spirit. those are those
2: things are key to what's happening and what God wants to do in our day. Yeah, one lovely thing that happened to us in the last few weeks, I did not expect this, I did not look for this, I did not initiate it, but uh, TVN in London, not TBN in America, there's... Even though London TVN is under the United States, they've given London independence. And uh, Matt Crouch, Paul's son, uh, has turned it over to a man by the name of Leon Schumann from South Africa. And Leon Schumann was a major television producer, director in South Africa, but it was secular TV. But he's a spirit-filled man. And according to him, One day, about four years ago, Holy Spirit woke him up at 2 a.m. and said, They are merchandising my anointing on Christian television, and I am unhappy. And you are going to turn it around. And he thought, How can I do that? Well, somehow Matt Crouch found out about him, brought him to London, and he's cleaning up, he has cleaned up TBN in London. Right. None uh, of this, and forgive me, because I, I might offend somebody here, I, and I don't mean to, but he's, he's, they won't have... done it before, it's okay. Have I done it before? Sure, I'm sure you oh, have. Oh, really?
0: Well. But, but we forgive unconditionally. know. Yeah.
2: Well, they, they, they have cut out... You know, begging for money, yeah, so. promising you a Rolls Royce in six months if you send them a hundred dollars a month, right. and it's—it's uh, it's actually God. And uh, I can—I can name names that they will not have on uh, this. Is this being recorded? Well, then I won't mention names. No, you wouldn't want me to anyway. But uh, then this Leon Schumann uh, was introduced to me, and uh, lo and behold. I, I have a TV program in London. Every four, I'm on four times a week on TBN UK, and the program is called Word and Spirit. Praise God! Word and Spirit. And all it is, is I teach uh, for, for 28 minutes, and I'm on four times a week. No frills, it's just pure teaching. And I've done 34 shows that will last up until next January. Then when we go back to England in January, I'll just keep doing it, and it will go all over the United Kingdom, all over South Africa, all over Africa, all over Europe, including Russia. Now, whether it ever comes to the United States, I don't know. It might. It might. But my anointing at the moment Lord See, we pray that it will also come to the United States and Jesus that's we pray that it will invade all of the nations Lord thank you for this well, kind what, of thing that's very nice thank you yeah. 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 Matt, God has given me favor with Matt Crouch we were on a program together and, and uh, how much uh, here's I'll be very candid you might, you're going to think this is being humble it is not I'm scared to death that my style won't be very popular because I'm just a teacher, and and uh, I, don't, I don't promise anything. I just teach for 28 minutes, um, and uh, it remains to be seen whether I will have a constituency in Britain. I'm known over there, but you know, it's, I just don't know. But but T, this is exactly what's happening. That's
1: what and and and. This is a prayer meeting. Yes, Lord, we pray for this. We pray that, that I mean, people are hungry for the Word. See, there is a growing number of millions of that's people around the world that are hungry for the Word of God. Yeah. That's and all I've got to do. Well, and that's and yes, that's what we need. Okay. Well,
2: thank you. Well, I, yeah. that warms my heart. That, that you prayed as you just did. That really touches me. Thank you.
1: Well, yes. you know, we, uh, of course, this room is filled with people who realize that in times past, we'll be talking to somebody and they'll prayer and say, well, I'll pray for you. And then we walk off. But that's not the way to do it. No. If we don't pray right then, we're probably not gonna pray for them. Because we'd, we'd be, I, I was very grateful, Kimball, for just praying for these congregations. I'm sitting there thinking, I wouldn't be praying for these congregations probably if you weren't leading no. us to, because I don't no. pray that's specifically good. for congregations that much. I want to, so, so yes. I, I, Lord I pray for Artie and Louise. I thank you for them. I thank you for what you've done in them and through them through the years. I pray that their best days are ahead. Because because you're using them to reach with the word of God around the world. I pray that the books he writes will be will will be widespread, Lord. Because These are the kinds of messages that need to get. I thank you. I mean, I just pray for your website, all that kind of thing, that things will go forth, that that God will... We want truth to go forth all over the world, Lord. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. I appreciate
2: that. God has given me favor with a lot of people. Uh, The new Archbishop of Canterbury, Justin Welby, he's a spirit-filled man. Praise
1: God. You
2: have no idea. He's a godly man and um, uh, so we need to hear this yeah well I could say a lot but it's being recorded and I, I want to be careful what I say but anyway he, he's, 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 he's wonderful and um, uh, I just got back from Mozambique week before last Great with, with uh, Heidi Baker and Roland. they invited me to come there and I well we got we got a crew going Next week, they're in the Philippines. To, Todd,
1: to, to Mozambique? Todd McDowell, Todd McDowell. Yeah, yeah. See, I've been there in the last several years. Okay, I didn't but know that. I didn't go this year. But Todd McDowell and Steve Allen and their sons are in the Philippines right now, but they're going to Mozambique after that, and then going on to Israel to join the thirty-some people from Caleb that have been in tra- Caleb trading. That twenty-some, twenty-five of them <coughs> will be in Israel for a month, and nine of them will be in Israel uh, Cyprus, Northern Cyprus, which is Turkish controlled, and Jordan for six weeks before they get back. So we've got people going both directions, but no, I, I'm I, so I, grateful you've been Well, I was me. only
2: there, I could only, only had three days in the whole, my schedule. I, I said, Heidi, I can come for three days and that's all. And they paid me to go. I mean, oh, so I, I didn't, wouldn't take a love offering, but they paid my way to get there. Yeah. And, um, so I addressed her board, having a board meeting, and uh, 300 people that uh, had come from all over the world, yeah. 29 countries, yeah. and two every day, and 200 Mozambican pastors that are training. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know, she feeds 5,000 people a day, yeah. uh, poor people, yeah. uh, educates 3,500 a day, yeah. secular education. And uh, do you know her story? Do you know what?
1: Yeah, yeah, she's, she's well-known here. She's been here yeah, a number of About years. how
2: she went to Toronto and got mm-hmm. a big time, and then yes. her church dropped her, and then another, and now she's founded 13,000 churches. Yep. Okay. She'll be here
0: the first weekend in September. Okay. Yeah, okay.
2: uh, you know, with
0: Lyle Phillips, the GO Conference. Right. Uh, she comes here every year.
2: Yeah, well, all right. First weekend
1: in September, did you all hear that? Yeah. Heidi will be here at the GO Conference at Lyle Phillips. Here at Sierra Belmont. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be here at Belmont. Belmont.
2: Good. I hope I'm. I hope Good. I'm free. Good. I, I'd love to. Yeah. I'll, Write those things in your calendar. I didn't get to go to the bush. That's where the excitement happens because I was just there to we teach for three days. Yeah. Did you get to see the miraculous? Well, yes, we did.
1: Yes, we did. Well, uh, the first girl? time I was there, we saw a lame walk. We saw a blind man healed. Uh, there was one other, but that we saw. And then the next year, one, last year when I was there, there was a witch doctor that had been converted the week before, and he had when he was converted, Heidi he had he had poisonous snakes around him yeah. wrapped around him with his girlfriend there, and Heidi said to him, "You're tired of all this, aren't you?" Yeah. He said, "No, I'm not." And she said, "You just lied to me, didn't you?" And he said, "Yes, I did." Anyway, she led him to the Lord baptized both of them and married them that weekend. We were there the next weekend. And I gave him, she had me sit over there with him. I mean, I wanted to meet them, of course. But I sat over there with him, and through a translator, she said, teach the Bible to him. Because he didn't know anything about the Bible. And I did the, the quickest overview of the Bible that I have ever done in my entire life. From Genesis to Revelation with this man in about probably not more than ten minutes. Anyway, that I mean, there is good and then anyway, it's good stuff going. No, I I love
2: going to the next to me. uh, One afternoon, I addressed thirty of their staff and this girl right next sitting. I said, "Where are you from?" She said, "Northwest Tennessee." So she's not far from here, and I didn't recognize the little town. I said, anything unusual happened with you said, when you go to the bush? She said, well, last week. I said, we knocked on this one door and said, how can we pray for you? The lady brings a, a mute baby and speaks, you know, in just minutes. She prays for her. And then in the backyard, she saw a lady uh, moaning and screaming and hollering. And she went back and said, what's the matter? Her... Year old little boy had died two hours before from malaria and rigor mortis had already set in, stiff as stiff. he could be. And so she said, What have I got, got to you? lose? So she just starts praying for him and says, so She touched he him, he was, was, he was dead. He was okay. dead. Okay. Did you get that? Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> You're a star. <laughs> and said, all of a sudden, his fingers started to move. Then his arms, he got up. Next day, he was playing around the house. Hey. <laughs> now, I did not see that. I, but I don't think she made that up. It just happened to I mean, be wait, Now, we
1: did. We did see three miracles when we were there the very first year. And then the next year, I guess, was... I've been there three times, I believe, Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, and they want me to come back next year, I hope my son oh, can Louise, go with me. Come on, do it. Yeah. You're going, Louise? No,
0: do you know our son really, really wants to go. Okay. It really means a difference to him. No, you.
1: that would be super, yeah. Anybody that gets a chance, I mean, do go and, yeah. Jack, you were, you were with us in Mozambique? Yeah. Susan. Cheryl, have you been to Mozambique? No, but I was just telling Jesus I want to go with you. (laughs) Next year. Next year. July. Next year. That's when we used to go. Yeah. (laughs) Cheryl is now our world outreach pastor at Belmont. Yes, Cheryl Talbert. Mick, Mick has resigned, and Cheryl is our world outreach pastor.
2: We're at Belmont now, aren't we? Yes. This is it. Yeah. Yeah. I've never been here before. I mean, I've never been to the Belmont Church. Yeah, yeah. And that's where you were pastor for many years. Yeah. The same, the
1: same amount of years you were at Westminster, I was here. Yeah? Okay. In the lower 25. Yeah. We have all four corners here. Right? Yeah. What's, uh, let me ask you. What... If you had to express, I mean, as I've wrestled with this, just thinking about our being together, if you had to express in just a few words what I think you've already done it, maybe, but what's really the passion of your heart right now? I mean, what if you could express it in a sentence or two? What would you? How would you describe it? Okay,
2: well, you've heard me say (laughs) earlier, six months ago or two years ago, I spoke here on the need for the word and the spirit to come together. I do what's on my heart right now. Uh, I preached no, I, I didn't preach this on TV and I will I'm going to do it and get back. Wow. I've come up with a brand new message just days ago, and I've preached it one time, how to get more of God. In contrast to what I think is so popular, most people want to know how to get more from God. That was not my talk. No, exactly. How to get more of God. Yeah. Amen. And I think the spiritual climate, sadly, in so many places, it's a what's in in it for me mentality. Yeah. And I want to ask what's in it for God. Amen. And God God said to Moses, um, what would you like? He said this to Solomon, but he also said it to Moses. And uh, because you've... You please me you have found favor with me so Moses said Lord if I have truly found favor with you then and Moses put in a request what do you suppose it was what do you suppose Moses asked he asked it's in Exodus 33 13 that I might know your ways teach me your ways Amen. And it's the same thing when the Apostle Paul... His supreme ambition... Amen. That I may know him. Amen. You see, that is a... I'm sorry, but it's a far cry... Yeah. From Amen. the trend today. Amen. Uh, people, Amen. you know, there's two Greek words... Mm-hmm. Translated word. There's logos. There's rhema. Mm-hmm. Now, the words can be used sometimes interchangeably... So you don't want to push the distinction too far. But generally speaking... The Bible would be logos uh, and prophetic word, rhema. Well, the climate today, people want a rhema word. I heard a man I on TV, said, Don't turn that dial. I've got a rhema word for you. I thought, Oh my, what will this be? But You see, that's what people want. If, you, if you've ever been around prophetic people, they can't walk 100 yards without somebody coming up to them and saying, You've got a word for me. See they want a a rhema word Uh, They live for a prophetic word Uh, They want to know what God wants me to do Should I get married Should I take this job Uh, A rhema word Uh, It's like going to McDonald's or Burger King Because you want something right now I say Chase after a rhema word And you will probably never get it Chase after the Logos And God will give you a rhema word Good. but do you need that's to get good. that right okay. yeah. and the order and uh, so my message on how to get more of God is that we might know him know his ways and I think this is so absent and I'll tell you one other thing on my heart and forgive me if this offends anybody I'm not meaning to offend very very popular man said recently that faith no Take this, not faith. Prayer, prayer is changing God's opinion. It's wrong. I've just written a book on wisdom came out just a year ago. I define wisdom as getting God's opinion. You see prayer is getting God's opinion. I want to know what it he wants. He's got an opinion but there's a theological perspective today it's called open theism. It, is, it was has its root in atheism and liberalism that it crept into evangelical theology, you would be shocked how many people believe, believe it. Open theism, what it means is God does not know the future but he looks to us to know what to do. How would you like a God like that? Say, Lord, show me what to do and he shouts back, well, you tell me. I don't know, you help me. That's the God that has become popular today. And, and, and it's spreading like wildfire. No, I've said enough. You got it. Your, your <laughs> turn. Your, your turn. I'm finished. Well, there it comes. Yeah. Come on here. All right. You ask what was on my heart. Things like this. Things like this. I ask what's in it for God. And we have forgotten him. We want something for us. And we want something from him. I want more of him. Yes. Amen. Yes. Amen. Yeah.
1: Well, I was thinking about the same thing and, and the I would ask you the question because as I was just pondering, I mean, of course, I had no idea what's really going to happen today. I mean, I just knew that Artie and I were going to be together. And uh, there is, I mean, you know, it's, it's like Kimball, I guess it was Kimball and I were laughing about you know, somebody complimenting a preacher on his sermon and said, How long would it take you to prepare that? And he said, A lifetime. And uh, so, you know, anything that's inside of our T and me, it, it's come or James Gall or all of us really, it's it's come as a lifetime. We have the lifetime things. Then many of you know that one of the one of the key scriptures of my life, I mean one that grabbed hold of me years ago and there are all kinds of scriptures like it, but when I when I really grabbed hold of uh, Romans eight twenty nine, that my destiny is to be like Jesus, and I'm still moving in that. I really genuinely believe. I mean, and he said, I mean, there are these scriptures that I'm not ever going to pull my experience down to match. I mean, the scriptures down to match my experience. I'm going to keep the scriptures up here, going for it. And and I, I was preaching last week at house, blessing Meredith and Joanna here, and and. Uh, and really just uh, but that whole thing still captures me i believe that i Don not i believe i'm cl- i believe i'm more like jesus today i better be than i was 15 10, 15 20 years ago 30 years ago 5 years ago 1 year ago i'm supposed to be more like jesus and i but if i'm more like jesus i'm going to do what he did so i i just I really grabbed hold of it. I started going at this, and I'm preaching at, house at uh, Grace Center on Sunday, and I guess this is where I'll go because this
2: is what's stirring. And
1: Dollar? Yeah, yeah.
2: Oh, you've, you've been there. Uh, he has job been job once a year so far. I All mean, right. Uh, <laughs> let's about have my job. Tell him I said hello. Tell I him I'm back. Well, actually, he's going to be out of town, so
1: I, mean, I don't know. He's in somewhere.
2: Well, he's always in town when I'm there because he wants to make sure he's what I say. Well see I've been there long enough. but yeah. He trusts you. <laughs> but anyway I got to thinking
1: about John fourteen twelve, which was on the wall of Belmont building for the last years when I was pastor there that anyone who believes in me will do the things I'm doing. And greater things than these. I don't even do the last part. That's just off the chart totally. But the first part. I'm going to do what Jesus did. And so I just started moving. I mean I that's why I am not going to give up on blind eyes open in America and uh, I'm never going to give up on that never going to give up because that's what his desire is and, and I even got to thinking of of things like uh, the woman with the issue of blood for 12 years and she reached up and, and touched Jesus' garment and she was healed if that happened to him it's supposed to happen to me I mean that's that's the kind of anointing that, that I'm supposed to carry and and, and not that I become, that any of us become this major, you know, star that we pray over handkerchiefs and send them out all over the world in our, I mean, that, that's, but if some, if there happened to be some scarf or something lying around and the anointing of God is there and somebody picks up that scarf and takes it to somebody in the hospital, they're healed, that's who we're supposed to be. Yeah. We're supposed to have an inflow and an outflow of God that's ridiculous and we've all got to get ready never to touch the glory because if we touch, if we even, I mean we've got to be ready to raise the dead and all that kind of thing and not even tell anybody unless God wants that's, us to tell
2: them because it'll make us look good
1: you know. So anyway, I'm, a, I'm
2: after it, still I used to say to people at Westminster Chapel how many of you could have tea with her majesty the queen and not tell anybody the same thing I love what you just said What if you, would you be willing to see the dead raised and keep quiet about it mm-hmm. you know Psalm 25 verse 14 says the secret of the Lord is with them that fear him in most modern translations translated the Lord confides in those that fear him now when you confide in somebody you're not going to tell it Right. And I think if we could keep a secret, if we could keep a secret, God would do more. The Lord, trouble is we have to tell everybody. Give this group of people right here the ability to keep secrets.
1: Yes. Give us the ability to keep secrets. Do all kinds of marvelous stuff through us and let us never tell anybody. Right. Not even our spouses or children. Yes. Just let it hang
2: out there to glorify you. In Jesus' name. Jesus said, say, tell no man. Yeah. But not today. We uh, tell everybody, Mm -hmm. and uh, so uh, I loved it. You said that I I sort of interrupted you, but keep going. No, 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 no.
1: That's no, I did it. That's that's it. Yeah, I just. I mean, I'm I'm just still hungry, and I think, yeah, I'm hungry for more. I believe, yes, I'm 86 years of age, but I still genuinely believe my best days are ahead. Yeah. That everything that's happened to me in my life is preparing me for who I am now.
0: Yeah.
2: Well, uh, I, I certainly I want to believe that for myself. I've had prophetic people say that I would, uh, but then I've had prophetic people to get it wrong. <laughs> so I, I don't, you know, put all my eggs in the basket of one prophecy. John Paul Jackson said that. He was taken to heaven in 1987. And uh, he described what it was like. And he said, uh, Messenger of God walked in. Now, the first thing that happened, he said there were four rows of bleachers. You know this story? Yeah. And uh, said uh, there were a group of men filled row one, row two, row three and the fourth row was empty and uh, then comes in the messenger of God it says I've come to announce the next great move of God on the earth the key to the next great move of God on the earth is the book of Romans and especially chapter 4 when John Paul told me that I was fascinated he didn't even know what Romans 4 was about And that was what made me think there was something authentic about him telling me because he didn't, he doesn't even know Romans very well, I have to tell you. He does, he's doing better now in heaven. Uh, But but then he he said, you men on the third row, you men on the third row, you have abused the Romans four principle. Some of you will live, some of you will die, You that live, God will not bless your ministries no matter what you do, how hard you try. You men on rows one and two on a day you least expect will be catapulted to the fourth row where no man has stood since the days of the early church. So that's John Paul's word. Well, I don't know that I need to add anything to what i said. I just, for some reason, felt like telling that. But it does suggest if John Paul got that right, if he did, uh, something huge is at hand which coheres with everything we've been saying. Uh, But it does say to me, if indeed this is right, the key to the next great move of God is the book of Romans and especially chapter 4, that means that the gospel will take center stage in the next move of God, do you? I've been controversial already. I'll just say one more thing. Do you remember about eight, seven, eight years ago? They were talking about the big revival in Lakeland. You remember? And I got emails, calls from England. Said, "Have you heard about the great revival? It's last day ministry. You were there. You were there because Paul Kane prayed for you." And he said this, you know, is it. Well, I watched Lakeland Revival, ten. Nine of them, you know, they were for it. With minor criticisms. Mm -hmm. I said, It's not of God. They printed every word to their credit, they did. I said it's not of God. And people say, don't don't say. It's not of God. I said it's not of God, and a couple came to Nashville to get me to per, persuaded me to go there and lay hands on on this man. I wouldn't go, but thirteen major charismatic leaders went, laid hands on him. You never heard such prophecies in all your life. You would have greater than Moses and Elijah combined. They were saying of this man. Well. died down real fast about a month later they found out he was sleeping with his secretary in a trailer right behind the auditorium where the revival was taking place now these people are coming to me and say RT well you were right you know what I said why did it take his immorality to make you see this didn't you listen to him do you know how many times the gospel was preached? I listened to it night after night after night. Not once. Not once. It was all word of knowledge. Word of knowledge. A uh, Man, you, you've just had an operation for pancreas. Come up here, God will heal you. Bam! And they'd fall over. And he'd turn back and pray for another one. And you know what? I suspect the word of knowledge was accurate because you said earlier, who said it earlier today? The gifts are without repentance. You see, and maybe some healings took place, but they never preached the gospel, not once. And I said to myself as I'm listening, if this is Last Day Ministries as it was being forecast, this is it. This is the great move before the second coming. Never in my lifetime have I seen such an opportunity to reach the world for Jesus Christ but not once did they preach the gospel not once that's why I said it's not of God there was no conviction of sin no sense of sin and when they baptized they baptized in the name of the Father and the Son bam bam substituted Holy Ghost they didn't say Holy Ghost they said bam Nobody was bothered, nobody said a word They all clapped, thought it was wonderful See, these fads Come and go, We're living in a time When, you know, the very Elect will be deceived Well, that's an example of it I'll stop Well, you know I, I, Well, my,
1: my, uh, You know, I just, I just Want to turn everything into prayer uh, When R.T. says this Uh, We need, I, I pray in the name of Jesus that God will raise up generations, not just a generation, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, you know, multiple generations of people who will have discerning hearts, discerning of spirits, who will encourage everything that's godly that's going on, but who will be wise in what is not godly because... In the last days, it is true that some of your own number will be deceived and draw away people after them. That and, and there is huge deceit that's going on in the body of Jesus right now. So we just, we pray for discernment in Jesus' name.
2: You're a wonderful, you're a wonderful man. You are. If a, I am, it's only you because of who are lives a in wonderful me. Wonderful man. <laughs> I appreciate that. Just start praying right there. Don't wait. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I'm privileged to be sitting next to you. Well, I'm. Don't ghetto. say though. No. <laughs> You're the patriarch. You're the legend. Only a small little area, but
1: uh, I'll take that. You man. received what
0: he said.
1: Well, it's all. We both know it's all about him.
2: We know. We both know that. Yeah. I... Interrupt. I knew you were dying to speak. I saw no. you. You were, you were nervous. You were... You touched were, were, were,
0: were, were something.
2: You were, you, were so you, so you were so nervous. You couldn't sit straight. I knew in seconds you are going to be up here. I th- so do I give him my mic or does he oh, gonna
0: no, go? No, I'm taking dogs. <laughs> Okay, okay. So RT, speak on. I just want to do a little clarification on what you mentioned about Lakeland. Okay, because you said yes, you were there, and Paul Kane, and yes, that was true. And Paul Kane yes. is a friend of mine. Yes, I know. and yeah. I'm back in friendship with him now too. Okay. Well, I'm. I. Yes, I understand.
2: I, I pray for him every day. Yes, I understand. I'm not as right. close to him as I was. No, me either. He, I heard he you just this weekend, I that yeah, heard well, I won't you. say, yeah. I won't say more. But yeah, let's I say. just want you to know I love him. Yes. Louise prays for him every day. Mm. That, listen, let, let me tell you what Louise prays. As Samson, at the end of his life, Mm -hmm. did more than in the whole of his life. That Paul Cain will somehow be like Samson. And I said that to Paul 20 years ago. And he, he turned, he said, no, I don't want to be like Samson. I said, no. What I'm saying, Paul, is that at the very end, you're going to do more than the whole of your life. He said, well, I like that. <laughs> so we'll see if that happens. I, I, if, if I interrupted you, I, I'm sorry. Okay. I, I was kind of teasing you a little bit. I know. But
0: carry on. I know who you are. I know who you are. <laughs> so so it's so I'm comfortable being in the middle of you. So I want to uh, give a little perspective on the Lakeland. Uh, you wrote uh, a book uh, that was uh, what was the name of that? Instead of uh, wild, you know, wildfire, holy, holy fire. Okay, yeah, yeah. and That's I good. wrote an endorsement. You did know, you, did you? yes, I did.
2: Did
0: you know that? Yes, I <laughs> did. I wrote a good one, and I took flight for it. Okay, so, but I want you to understand something. So, yeah, I went there, and I took my wife because I was desperate and. Um, I took her to be prayed for, okay? And um, and it was towards the end, and things were getting, um, like when I got there, I could tell things were getting off, okay? Now, I, I want to say this, okay? So here's what happens. I spoke there once, and um, the Holy Spirit spoke to me. I spent the entire day waiting on the Lord, seeking God and the Holy Spirit. And I had all kinds of words of knowledge that were given to me. I had all kinds of things that were written down for leaders all over the nation. But the main thing that was, I had, that I had written down was that the lights were going to be turned off yes. in, the, in the facility. And the, while I would speak, I had it written down. I saw it. That it was either a power generator would go out or um, like a magnetic storm or something. And, and anyway, but what I saw was the lights would go out. And I had that written down. So, towards about three fourths, about two thirds away in my speaking, okay, there was some surge of some sort, and the lights literally went out in the entire facility and so they held a flashlight over my head and I continued on and as I walked off the steps the Holy Spirit spoke to me and he says I told you I am going to turn the lights out on this place and then I understood what he was saying so I walked out a parable there now I know this man okay and we I believe in a God of 50 million chances okay Amen. I didn't used to but I do now okay. and so but I walked off the stage and it was all black and the Holy Spirit said I fear the Lord is all over me and he said I'm going to turn the lights out on this place it was a matter of days that it was all shut down so I gave a word now was there light? there was light but it was turned out so I just wanted to add that in okay? and so I just blessed the perspectives that we do ask for more yeah. We're not going to let wrinkles and stains stop us in our pursuit for more of God, not just more from God. Amen. And as leaders right now in Nashville, we repent for it. God, sometimes we're just so desperate. We go to the candy store. We'll go wherever to get something to eat. And we just repent, God, of going any place other than you. And as pastors, leaders, intercessors, and as I kneel, between two men who are statesmen and our grandfathers in the faith. I as an ambassador standing in the gap repent and say oh God forgive me, forgive us for wanting just more from you Oh. Lord, Lord, it's not true God I've never wanted just more but we posture ourselves and we want more of you I mm-hmm. want more of you God we want more character <laughs> Amen. we want more of your message we want to reflect you, we want to release you, we want you in you we live and breathe, and we have our being. And we lift I live. I stand in the gap between two statesmen, two grandfathers. Lord, I felt that today was going to be a historic day. Lord, I just felt like I just, I just we just found the nugget. It's not more. It's not get more from God. It's get more of God. So we ask for that today in Jesus' name.